This podcast is part what? of the TPS Radio Sports Podcast Network what? at www.tpsradio.net. Pod, TPS Radio. Bloody hell, what was that, Mike? That was my phone falling out of my pocket on the wooden floor. <laughs> WD Pod, TPS Radio. Crash. Mike, Mike, his phone. James, first podcast of the year. Unfortunately, Mike, it's going to be uh, probably below the one hour mark because I've got work at seven. Uh, You've got work at seven in the morning? In the morning, yeah. Oh, in the I, morning. I thought I had it rough. I got to be up at about half six, but you've got it much worse. Yeah, well, I'm up about half five, six. So yeah, oh, yeah. Fair enough. So, so uh, it's not going to be the longest one, but first one of the year. Um, good New Year. Sorry. Good New Year. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Um, I was. I was just in a, in a pub near me that I've been at for the last sort of three or four New Years. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, that's not too bad. Fun. I kissed a young lady. That was nice. How young was she? Uh, seven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike. No. Um. So really, and uh, did you get this young lady's number? No, I didn't. She vanished without a trace. Oh. To be honest, though, I wasn't sure if I really wanted a number, if uh, if I just felt like getting off with someone, you know. Yes. So, what has changed from this year to last? Well, we left. And the Royal Rumble had 30 participants. Yeah, what came... the fuck? I know, it now has 40 participants. Make, I mean... Big news, Mike. It is huge news, yeah. I mean, it was so sudden as well. Well, looking at the Wrestling Observer, one of the reasons why, perhaps, yeah. I think it's more conjecture speculation rather than, you know, really official, is that yeah. going into this Royal Rumble, there's not much of a build. As in, there's not too much excitement. There's no guessing who's going to win. You know, there's they haven't actually built on the Royal Rumble match, have they? The pay-per-view, perhaps. The mm-hmm. two-title match, but not the actual match. And the theory was being, because we haven't done that, if we put 40 people in, it's going to get the buzz going, perhaps more so than it would our storylines, because quite clearly we haven't built any. Oh, that's the thinking. Oh, I see. I mean, uh, we got the fir- I got the first 21 names that are confirmed, if you want to know. Oh, yes. Why in not? alphabetical order. Alberto Del Rio. Not hey, a- I like him. Yeah. CM Punk. Oh, he's in. Okay, good. Cody Rhodes. Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, however you like him. Darren Young. David Hart Smith. David Otunga. Husky Harris. Jonathan Cena. John Morrison. Mark Henry. Michael McGillicutty. Primo. R-Truth. Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Ted DiBiase, Tyson Kidd, William Regal, Yoshitatsu, Zack Ryder. Out of them, I mean, you really, you know, you've got maybe a Berta de Rio, a CM Punk, John, a John Cena perhaps could win. Uh, Darren Young. 
fucking down here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What the fuck is he doing in there? Well, well 40 people. Let's be honest, yeah, 40 people. That's uh, that's prob- pretty much their available roster, isn't it, almost? They are They are going to have to scrape the barrel a bit for 40 names. Well, they got Mark Henry in there again, haven't they? Yeah, if that did cross my mind. Every time they're scraping the barrel, barrel, whether they realise it or not, when he comes out. They're scraping the barrel by keeping him alive. Oh, that's a bit... Well, by keeping him employed, anyway. Under the WWE umbrella. Oh, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Yeah. Um, Which annoys me, Triple H is in the film, isn't he? He's in a film, is he? Yes. I've missed this. What film's this? Um, If I go to WWE.com... Uh, I might be able to link you the webpage. It's uh, I don't know. You know what? We we've said we say this. Every, I say this more than you really. Every yeah. year, for fuck's sake, concentrate on your wrestling. Give up the movies. Give up the movies. It's just a bit random, isn't it? I mean, if if it makes the money, fair enough. My only my only gripe is this, right? If it is different writers, yeah. And all that, who had the films, I'm not that bothered. But if it's the same writing team, then I'm pissed because then, then, then it should literally be. No, it's not going to be the same writing team. But uh, her dad did time. Now he wants quality time. Basically, it looks like he uh, was in prison, and now he's trying to look after his daughter. Oh, that's really not what I would see him doing. No, and he doesn't even have his beard in the poster. He's shaved off his beard. That's showing he does have. I know, I'm not meaning to be horrible to the guy. He does his nose is quite a prominent feature, and you don't notice how much it is because when he has his like, you know, when he's got his beard there, you don't really notice it. When he, for me anyway, when he yeah. shaves his beard, like, you really notice his nose more. So he's got rid of the beard for the first time since about what, like '97? Two thousand four. Did, did he really? Is it only then? Yeah, partly when he was an evolution, if you remember. I do think. During the Chris Benoit, sorry, Canadian Wrestler X, um, yeah. Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 20 main event, I think he didn't have a beard. And, what a, and it was a great match. It was a, was it was a great match. Coincidence? I, t- <laughs> I don't know, but, but that was about the same time he was filming for Blade Trinity. So. Ah. Yes. Um, so for all we know, it could be like one of those like, little lucky charm things. He shaved his beard and had a great match with a future with two future Hall of Famers. Yes. And now he shaved his beard to do a movie. Maybe it'll be brilliant. Yes. Maybe, maybe he'll win the Oscar this year. Yes. I mean, we've got we've got um first uh, confirmed WrestleMania guest uh, is is the Price Is Right Bob Barker. Oh, well, he was a bit of fun. I have a horrible comment on here. Saying at his, age, at his age, I would have said the word isn't confirmed but probable. That's not, oh. nice. That's not nice, is it? No, but quite funny. <laughs> you're evil. Um, I really am. You are. <laughs> it's, it, it really is good cop, bad cop, isn't it? Um, Along those lines. So, yeah, so. I want those handcuffs back, by the way. Uh, what, the, the pink fluffy ones? or No, the, no, the, the black ones. The black one, of course. The leather-clad ones. The leather-clad ones. <laughs> leather ones. Of course you can. Yay! I've got a special person coming round. <laughs> okay. It was the girl from the bar. It was the girl from the bar. So. The young one. Carry on. Mike. 
Yes, love. 2011. As in general, what do you see happening in 2011? Come on, big question. You're, oh, the, big you're, question. you're the man. You're the taller man out of the two of us, so you can answer it. Oh, fair enough. So I'm the taller man of the two, therefore I will try and answer the big question. Okay, uh, well, I, well, I'm delighted, first of all, that we started off the year. I'll go on a site tangent first with Shawn Michaels. That's brilliant. Hall of Fame. Yes, only a few months after he went into the WWE Pod Hall of Fame. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so, Mike. Having said that, I was quite surprised because if you remember, we're talking about and and WWE were making no, they were making uh, you know they weren't hiding the fact that they wanted because the WrestleMania is an, in Atlanta. They wanted yeah. almost a WCW centric Hall of Fame. They tried to get Goldberg. Looks like they didn't get him. Uh, before we go on for 2011. Uh, Mike, I'm going to ask you. Shawn Michaels is great. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's probably one of you know. He could you could put him in the top five most deserving people to go in there. However, Ooh. is it yeah. too soon after his retirement? It's a bit quick, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, okay, Ric Flair, but that was. I think he was a unique situation, wasn't he? When you think about when you think about it, though, mm-hmm. I mean, with the Hall of Fame, there isn't really any rule or any norm, if you follow me, is no. to put him in. No, you wouldn't. But, I mean, WrestleMania will eventually uh, go to Texas again within the next, uh, I reckon, within the next half dozen years, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I suspect so, too. That would have made more sense. That would have per- you know, then you would have put him in then, surely. Yeah, he would have got an enormous pop then, wouldn't he? Yeah. Um, and what- to be fair, he gets an enormous pop everywhere. He does get, yeah. I mean, you heard the pop, he came out. Clearly the most over person. Um, unfortunately, yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was very happy, but a bit surprised. Not in a bad way, but a bit like, oh, okay, you know? I know exactly what you mean. You mean sort of let the dust settle first. Yeah, I mean, I thought well, he might come back for WrestleMania, maybe to do a match or, or a gimmick type thing. But I, I do think the fact that he's going to the Hall of Fame this year, it does make you think a possible match. It does make you the impossible match, but it also makes you wonder, maybe if he's going in, perhaps this retirement is actually legit. Yes, yeah. I th- you th- yeah, you really thought, oh, it's actually, is going to be over then. Yeah, which is a bit of a surprise in a way. No, definitely. Um, I, can, I, I do agree. I do agree, Mike. So 2000... If, if you were going to put him in the match, though, for, for this little... Uh, well, return, I don't know if that's the right word. Who would you have him against? Hmm, that's an interesting one. Isn't it a good question? Uh, the Rock? No. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, but you wouldn't get him. You, uh, he, the Rock apparently refused to... doesn't like Shawn Michaels. This is just rumours. Because of something that happened ages ago. Really? Yeah. What, do you have any idea what? No. Something that happened, I think, between him and his dad, actually. Or well, him and his uh, granddad, yeah, in booking. Uh... When the hell did Rocky Johnson book Shawn Michaels? Shawn uh, Michaels? Oh, and there are other reasons, though. The other reason is, yeah, this is way better. However, apparently Shawn Michaels, he was really shady to The Rock back when he first came in the WWF. I've got it here. Uh, he tried to bury him. Kind of like Triple H versus Booker T, because Michael saw The Rock as a threat to Triple H behind the scenes. Doesn't matter what Michaels and Triple H thought, because obviously The Rock, in terms of culture and a mainstream celebrity, let's say, 
He obviously yeah. surpassed them both, didn't he? Very much so. Very much so. It has to be said. I mean, more people know who The Rock is than Shawn Michaels. I mean, we're talking average Joe, not wrestling fan here. Yeah, rightly or wrongly, yeah, that is true. Yeah, I will say, Shawn Michaels, a better wrestler, a better overall yeah. performer. The one where I think The Rock, though, he he does have that charisma, which I, I think Shawn Michaels has, but The Rock kind of has more, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Perhaps you're right. The, the Rock is of... The Rock is one of those guys who only comes along every 10, 20 years. He's brilliant. A bit like Stone Cold Steve Austin as well, but the, the fact is they had them at the same time. Yeah, which which is why, which is partly why it was so hot at that time. Especially yes. Because when Austin was out, Rock just moved into that number one spot nicely. He did, didn't he? Out carrying the flag. Yeah. In yeah. terms of, but in terms of Shawn Michaels, you're right. I think he's. I, I think he's a. Because I know you love The Rock, and I do too. I, I would do. say that, that Michaels is, is a much better wrestler. But yes, indeed. definitely. But indeed, yeah, but, but indeed, Rock's charisma. Uh, that's a tricky one, who, who's more charismatic. Maybe Rock. I think it would be The Rock overall. Um, but for an overall performer, Shawn Michaels is one of the best like overall, you know? Without question. As a total package... He's hard to touch. He is. I mean, I'd even... I used to... Be, I, in the whole Brett versus Sean debate, I yeah. think, knowing what I know now, I, you wonder... You, you'd like to wonder, had Brett not had that uh, concussion, yeah, that yeah. eventually, you know, you could argue led to the stroke and everything, and he was allowed to wrestle. You really... I would love to see what the two of them would have done in the end, before the end of their careers. What, you mean... Well, we had, saw... Well, we... You mean you'd like to have seen them again? Well, surely we saw what they could do together in the Iron Man match. Oh, yeah, of course. No, yeah. But I always say, in my opinion, Michael's best work came from 2002 onwards. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good yeah. point. Where Bret Hart, he had that concussion thanks to Goldberg, which really, let's be honest, it put a full stop on his wrestling career, didn't it? Oh, yeah. But that, that is what ended it, yeah. And I'd like to... Had that never happened, you'd really like to see these two men, you know, how it would have panned out, because... I, I've got to say now, knowing what I know now, Shawn Michaels is probably the better package overall. Yes, I go with that. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that Bret Hart's technically the better wrestler, but I think in today's world, I think a Shawn Michaels would provide today's audience with a more exciting match. I would say Bret is maybe slightly better too. Well, it's hard to compare them, because in some ways they're very different wrestlers. They are. Know? Yeah, but, you know, he's a better technical wrestler, Bret Hart, definitely. Yes, that's, you know? true, that's true. But my point, what I was, I was saying to I think um, for a WrestleMania main event, yeah, you put them together, it'll be amazing. But if if you're going to have one of them the dominant role and have a slightly green person at rest, yeah, I, I do think more Shawn Michaels can have a more exciting match than Bret Hart had for, like, a main event type match. Because it kept, not only could he so good in the ring, but he... He captures the drama so well. Yeah, and he is better on the mic than Bret Hart was, I think, in my opinion. By, by a long way, by yeah. a long way. So, Sadly, to be honest about that. No, it's true. I mean, other possibles, Ron Simmons, perhaps? Sorry? Ron Simmons, is there another rumour going into the Hall of Fame? Oh! I thought you. I thought you meant as an opponent for Shawn Michaels. No, <laughs> that'd be interesting. Um, no, I don't know he's an opponent. Daniel Bryan, that'd be interesting. Yes, oh, that'd be fun. Don't know how they're going to do it. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, no, I don't know how to do it. Unless they did something like, wow, I'm sure Michael, they never held the US title. Unless yeah. Unless yeah. like that, but... Well, Sting's been absent from TNA, hasn't he? Yes, he has. I believe he's. A, I believe he is officially done with that company. If he is, if he is officially done with that company, I know he said he's never going to work for the WWE. Fair enough, yeah. But as Vince McMahon, and considering he was a staple of WCW, wouldn't you just you'd kill to get him in, wouldn't you? What about Sting versus Shawn? Could be an interesting match. I, my mouth waters at that thought. I know. Yeah, but how would you do it, though? How would you get make it believable? It's getting near WrestleMania. I, I think, you know, you well, could you could have Shawn, Ma- Shawn Michaels in the Rumble. Wise? Pardon? What do you mean storyline-wise? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You could have Shawn Michaels in the Rumble. Yeah. And then suddenly, at number, like, well, it will be now 39 or whatever, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, but in the late 30s, obviously, uh, Sting, what the hell's going on here? And, not yeah. and let's be honest, I think whoever, even whoever wins the Rumble from that point, you almost wouldn't care, really, would you? If that had if happened. Sting was there, it would just... It, it would and then it, knocks Shawn Michaels it, out, yeah. It'd be so surreal, wouldn't it? Sting, it would be. the WWE ring, it'd be huge. Yeah, but, yeah, but wouldn't, wouldn't the interest in WrestleMania start to build from January? Certainly would. Well, for the long-time fans, at least. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sting versus Sean. I like it. I like it. I mean, yeah, you got the inevitable that would happen also, Sting versus The Undertaker. But I wouldn't want that at WrestleMania because you still kind of think The Undertaker might win. That's more of like a SummerSlam main, you know, because then it could be either guy. That's the only problem with Survivor, with, uh, not Survivor Series, with booking Undertaker at Mania. It's so bloody obvious. Yeah, I mean, I think we said perhaps the last person to eat where you could suspend your disbelief, perhaps, I think, would be John Cena. Definitely. With him, you would wonder for a bit. Yeah, a bit like the first, both the Shawn Michaels ones, you kind of wondered, but you weren't surprised at the end of the result, but there was still a wonder there, wasn't there? Pretty much. Especially because my friend Darren texted me the result of the second one. No, oh dear. Yes. Bastard. Bastard. Definitely. Um. Yeah, but it is. It is a wonder. So, from from what I said, so back to the original question, 2011. Yes. What do you see? 2000, I, 2010. I think disappointing you. Really. Overall. There are a couple of things in in 2010 that I found quite delightful. Yep. Uh, I've enjoyed the Nexus. Yes. I've enjoyed the Nexus quite a bit. I, it's been great to see some young guys coming through. True. In Seamus, in The Miz, uh, Morrison to a lesser extent, uh, Barrett. But to go back to the original question, for about the third time. Yeah. Uh, 2011, I see The Miz holding the belt for probably Tormania. Nice. That's what I suspect will happen. Uh, what else will we see? Uh, I expect we, to be honest with you, it, Seamus and John Morrison, right? Yeah. I'm a little concerned for those two. Because I suspect that with Punk now on the Raw scene... Yes. 
and Triple H going to be returning soon, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a bit concerned if there's going to be room for them both at the top of the ladder. Hmm. You see what I mean? Especially if we're talking both of them. So I'm a little concerned for the two of them. I think TNA will be will be ludicrous. I think TNA, if it doesn't go away, it will be exactly in the same position as it is now. No change. That, sadly, that probably is the case. Although there is one good thing that TNA have done. They did something very good today. Oh, yeah? They sent me my tickets. Ah. Uh, well, you know what? Everyone says Impact really shit. The one good thing TNA do is good house shows. And because, obviously, they refuse to record one of the biggest audiences they have annually... Yes. ...in the, in the Wembley Arena. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is, you know, I don't know how many, what, 15,000 plus? Is Thir- it? Th- 13. 13,000, which is... Which, uh, completely destroys, I think, nearly any Bound for Glory they've had. Um, it destroys some of their buy rates. That's, it does, actually. That is frightening, actually, Mike. No, you said that. That, that. that hits home hard, doesn't it? Um, really does. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you're saying 2011, 2010, I class it as missed opportunity, if I had to sum up that year. What, for TNA or in general? Wrestling in general, because obviously you had January the 4th, how exciting was it, the new Monday Night Wars, TNA had a fantastic first show, and then they fell off a cliff. Pretty much. Yeah, but they fell off a cliff doing all the things they've done wrong in the past, and they obviously didn't learn, and the audience basically decided, voted with their remote controls, didn't they? So... um, yeah, it, there's there's just not a lot that that TNA do where it makes you think. Well, like if like say say the Monday Night Wars were still going. Yeah. What did TNA do that makes you think? Wow, I want to change the channel. Nothing. No, they're slightly more hardcore, but I mean, yeah. yeah even yeah, but then look at the amount of shit and and things that do not make any sense that you've got to put up with just for that, and it's not worth it. They're a bit more hardcore, they're a bit more adult, which you'd think would be a good move, because obviously WWE's PG obsession. Yes. But at the same time, adult does not cover up bad booking. No, and you said, I think uh, in, in, in a show last year, basically, the fact that WWE are doing PG, this should be, you know, TNA's, TNA's moment to thrive, shouldn't it? Absolutely. And they're just missing the boat, I'm afraid. I oh, know exactly. Did your phone just go off? <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I just t- I just turned it off. So because uh, um, uh, it, sca- it actually scared the crap out of me, Mike. I was, I was so intense in this conversation. Do you know what it reminded me of? Yeah. It reminded me because I because li- I've listened to it several times now. All it right. Remi- it reminded me of when we were doing the Royal Rumble commentary, and you you were a bit shocked because your phone went off. And in your words, it was tucked right beneath your ball sack. Oh, dear. <laughs> I do apologise. You don't have to apologise. I was just worried about your poor ball sack, dear. I know. Speaking of ball sacks, uh, TNA. Basically, um, we all know what they need to do, and that, and that shake up the booking. I had a thought earlier today. 
I wouldn't mind seeing some more booking duties handled over to Pat Simon Diamond Kenny. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's been in the business a while. He's a sensible guy, decent wrestler. I I mean, for, for all I know, those things might not add up to a hell of beans in this crazy wrestling world. But I just have this feeling that, you know, traditional star wrestler, good talker, that he could he could show off people's strengths. Okay. That's my thinking at least. Well you know what, I think I think we did we, we tend to agree eighty percent of the time. We do, we do. If not I could up it up to ninety when it comes to TNA. But That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um that's all right. So yeah, I'm wondering about if Simon Diamond could do anymore. Al Snow is there as well. I don't know much about him as a booker really. I don't know anything about Pat Kelly, but you know, I'm just throwing ideas out there. There's one thing that uh, TNA uh, have done the other day. Oh, yeah? Which actually delighted me. I was very happy about a recent bit of news, which you've probably heard about. The new TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Oh, dear. You haven't heard, clearly. Is, let me guess, Mr. Anderson. Yes, it is. Yeah, I had heard. I had heard. Are you not pleased? Yes, I am pleased. It's not Jeff Hardy, who is... Well, uh, people thought at one point he was going to go to jail, didn't they? Because he's it doing is. their guilty plea. I don't think... People don't think he will now. But let's be honest, why... Why uh, the... Why yeah, the... It happened today, actually. You really? That's tomorrow. It could but be tomorrow. His trial is tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow as we speak. So, today it's Wednesday, the... Oh, goodness me. Is it 19th? 19th. 19th. Yep. Today's Wednesday the 19th to 19th of January. Tomorrow, uh, uh, Thursday the 20th of January, apparently Jeff Hardy is going to go to court, plead guilty, and do like a plea bargain thing, that they yep. call it. The problem being, why would you have someone like that as your champion? It's ridiculous. I don't know. And then you've got a fat heart, sorry, Matt Hardy coming back. Oh, he's here. You know what? My respect for him, since he's done those videos, I don't know if you've seen some of the latest ones, he's pushed out, see, you know, especially the one where him and Jeff just messed up seeing Punk, and then he basically, I've seen another video of his reenactment of his breakup with Lita, but obviously the person that plays Lita is a cardboard cutout of Lita. He's done a reenactment of his breakup with Lita? Yes. That's just weird. Yes. I don't know how recent it is, to be fair, but the fact that he has done that, and I saw it, it just befuddles me. You know, as I said to you on the phone, the rise and fall of the Hardy Boys. You could do a DVD of that now, couldn't you, really? The thing is, with Matt Hardy and Lita, is he he did a thing yeah. on, on one of his videos that you and I watched together, where he, he was talking about Lita and, I don't think it was Edge, it was someone. CM Punk, remember? Who's that? Oh, it was Punk, was it? Yeah, because Jeff Hardy started to slag CM Punk off, and then Matt did, saying he's trying to get with Lita. No, he's trying to get with Amy Dumas, I think he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he said that, Lita, that Matt is the one that Lita calls when she's in trouble, or, or she's got something going on. Yeah. So, so, so clearly he's still friends with her. So why the hell would you reenact your breakup with her, you fucking idiot? 
I know, I know. And then he's having this thing with Val Venus as well, where they they're a Twitter war, but it's meant to be a work. But Matt Hardy's, but Matt Hardy's basically said to everyone, it's a work. He's lying. And I've got more fans than him. Look at my Twitter. He actually said, Val Venus, you've only got so many thousand fans. I've got these hundred thousand fans on my Twitter. Literally, like, went down. And I just thought, I've, is it wrong that I've lost respect for Matt Hardy? These used to be my favourite tag teams from 1999 till, I'd say, uh, until the point where Jeff left WWE. It you know? Just sound, it just sounds like that that Twitter comment should be followed by na 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 na. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even that, even that arguably is too grown up. Um, yeah. I, I, I didn't know he was having a Twitter war with Val Venus. So about what? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I read part of it and just it just failed. So. Uh, to be fair, to Matt Hardy, he may be a bit of an idiot, but. He's not a bad wrestler, is he? Oh, well, apparently he didn't have a good match at the last at the at the impact in the really? main event. Yeah, they said it was shocking, and then he, oh, he he was he was saying it was a. I think he said on something along the lines of this video. I could be wrong, so I apologise to anyone or any Matt Hardy fans that uh, he basically moaned at the people who were moaning about him having a bad match, saying they know nothing about wrestling. I think I could be wrong though. Who's it again? You know? uh, the internet fans and the people that said he had a bad wrestling match. No, no, the match, dear. Who was the match against? Ooh, he was the Hardy Boys versus. I'm not too sure. Ooh. But uh, it it wasn't it wasn't people you'd expect a bad match out of though, you know? Yeah, yeah, okay. Against quality workers, basically. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Morgan and Jesse Neal. Well, <laughs> now I've got I've got no problem with Jesse Neal. And Morgan's improved a lot. I got to give him that. Well, he's he's better than Big Show. I'll give him that. That's a good point. He is better than the Big Show. He's yeah. more, he make yeah. Well, you know, I mean, like compared compared to Big Show, Matt Morgan's the next Ric Flair. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and 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 in the charisma stakes as well. We're talking compared about compared to Big Show, I'm the next Ric Flair, which reminds me. Yep. I want to do a little plug. Okay. Yes, I know. I I may have told you about this. I'm not sure. Yes. But, I, yeah. Is it this Saturday? It is. You're working though, right? Are yes, you? I think I am actually. I need to check my things. Well, okay. Well, do let me know. A little plug, boys and girls. This Saturday, your favourite wrestling journalist and swearer, entrepreneur. Shiny, probable homosexual off the radio is returning to the world of wrestling. That's right, people. I, as a manager, am returning to wrestling for a group called RNV Wrestling in southeast London uh, at the Falconwood Community Centre. Have a look on Facebook. RMV or RN? N for November. N for Nigel McGuinness. Oh, I like him. <gasps> yeah. TNA did at one point, but then unfortunately, I think he had a, a, a positive drugs test. Well, yeah, but look, yeah, yeah, but from from the, uh, <laughs> you say that, but look what Jeff Hardy got caught for. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you are right, though, yeah. Um, you have a very good point. And this will be Saturday, the 22nd of January. That's it. 
That is the one. So, moving on from that, uh, let's see. TNA had a pay-per-view the other day, uh, as we're sort of on that subject, where Matt Hardy showed up, sort of thing. Wrestled Rob Van Dam. He won. Uh, let's see. Now then, I know, we all know, boys and girls, that James is not exactly a fan of TNA. And to be honest, I lose patience with them a lot as well. So let's see. Let me think. What can we do to... Uh, see, what can we do to make the next couple of minutes of me talking about TNA interesting for James? Any thoughts? My New Year's resolution was going to be to to not watch Impact, but to watch all of TNA's pay-per-views this year. Yeah. Wow. However, uh, I realised there's one yeah. flaw in that man. There's one flaw in that. In there being the fact that other than illegally downloading it, which obviously we're against here on WWE Pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. They don't, there's no one to watch them, is there? And they've and Bravo have now gone. Do they have any UK TV? I don't think they do. In their biggest market, and I'm not saying other than America, the UK they said is their one, you know, their biggest market. Yeah, because over yeah. here, at one point, their numbers on TV were challenging and beating Raw. I thought that their pay per views were still on. No, apparently not. I don't think so. Or okay. their TV. I knew about the TV because obviously Bravo's gone after Sky bought Virgin, so we're still waiting for the new time slot. But I, I thought the pay per views, I didn't know the pay per views were gone as well. No, having said, I think you can, you might be able to watch it online, but other than that. Oh, yeah, 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 on TNA on demand or whatever it's called, or Video Vault or something. Yeah. Yeah, you can still watch them online, which is happy. Having I, said that, uh, I've just literally just put in TNA on the UK TV. And I've got here, uh, oh, I could be wrong. On the TNA not Total Non-Stop Action, Wrestling has announced a new television agreement with the Extreme Sports Channel. Go on. Uh, which will bring TNA pay-per-views and Explosion for March 26th. I don't know, though, if this is an old news article, because there's no date. I suspect that could be last year's. Good. Okay. TNA, oh dear. Oh dear! That, they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, well, it just goes to show. You know, are you surprised? No, I'm not. Well, it, to be fair, it's not their fault. This one, because this is about. A it is, Mike. It is. Oh, they it saw. Is. I think it is. Yeah, they saw. They saw it coming ages ago. Bravo. Everyone's known for at least a couple of months that Bravo is going down. Yeah. Okay. So they've had. They had two months to get a, to get a deal with TV. Now, how hard is it? I mean, you know, we're talking wrestling. This is the second biggest wrestling company in the world, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, would it have been so... Well, third biggest if you count RNV. Okay, third biggest if you count RNV. When I arrive. When you arrive. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, you know, is it hard, for example, to do it with, you know, maybe get Channel 5 on board or something? It shouldn't be too difficult. I mean, it, I mean, it shouldn't be too tricky. The only thing I can think of is if is if the, is if Sky has fucked them around. But uh, yeah, I'd have thought it, it wouldn't be that difficult to right. do. I mean, you know, I've said it before. WWE on Channel Five, that'd be nice. Yeah, but yeah, 
TNA on a free view channel, you know, this is, you know, for example, five, if they could do that, that is a much potentially a much bigger audience than anything WWE has for start. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, what free what free new channels are there still now that Virgin TV is going to be up as well? Oh, you still got one, two, three, four, five, and then oh, you got what? five USA, which could be on. You know. Now that f- would make sense. That would yeah. make sense. That what is a f- that is a free view channel. Yeah, and then you could have that, and you could have the pay per views live. Obviously, we, we wouldn't pay for them like they did, like they used to do for Sky, because I can't see anyone in the UK paying for their pay per views at the moment, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. and they, and they've got the impact as well, you know, and they can show the impact when they show it on in America. Then just have a replay, maybe on like a Friday night, a Saturday night, or even even have a replay of it when Monday night Raw's on Sky. Well, you put them head to head again. Yeah, you could do if you want. Um, you know, from the UK point of view, you can. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to watch wrestling, but you don't have Sky. Yeah, yeah. So you get a free view box for about 20 quid and watch TNA as much as you like. Yeah, obviously the product's cheap, but I'm saying from TNA's point of view, if they could do that, get it with a free view company, and, you know, they might not pay They might not pay a lot, this company, but let's be honest, beggars can't be choosers, and TNA at the moment, because of their situation, they're very much beggars, aren't they? So you just sign a one-year deal, maybe, right? Yeah. I don't know how these contracts go. And then suddenly, if you do get these big viewing figures for your for your next contract signing you've actually got something to go against saying actually look what we've done we kind of need we'd like more money now because look at the audience we're bringing in the exposure may well be worth it yeah yeah and it might be worth it in terms of people going to their website buying the t-shirt and stuff for the first year and think you know or even you know if they had more house shows in in england i mean i think they should come at least twice a year it, the weirdest part as you say is they won't film here why would you not? Because they're knobs. I oh, mean, no. there is no reason I, not I, to... I, I, I do like your logic there. I, I do apologise. The, the carefully thought out reason. They're knobs. Well, yeah, think about it. They they bring their bloody cameras anyway. They need to bring a few more, don't they? Oh, yeah. There is... Uh, the point being, Mike, there is no reason. Even if you don't want to do an impact, you can just do what they did. You know, like um, in Japan, you know, the TNA overseas special. Yeah, and have it like a two-hour special, and have you know have it on their UK TV, whatever channel they have, and have it you know on um and just have it you know on Spike at some point as a TNA special, you know headlined but with a with a house show but with a main event for the title match and an X division match as well. What they do because let's be honest, <clears throat> you've been, I've been once, you've been you know a few well I've been twice, you've been a few times. Yeah, yeah, that. The, sh- the house show they put on there, and not because I'm there because of the atmosphere, in terms of the actual product, the in-ring product and the wrestling, is, I, w- I will say, ten times better than most of the impacts. I, I wouldn't go as far as ten times, but it's definitely better. There's definitely n- yeah, better. there's no bullshit. The matches yeah. are booked nice and sim- you know, it's simple. There's a, few yeah. inter- there's a few interferences, not all the time. You get a couple of promos, a few nice you know, things like, um, I think uh, the, year, the first year at Wembley when the Dudleys let the guy in and let that little kid and gave him the table after smashing it. And nice moments like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, which you don't really get on an impact. But the fact is they don't even show it. And they've, the, the worst thing about not showing it is you have these rabid UK fans that are going absolutely crazy as if it's a WrestleMania. Right? And hey, you're not going to show that? Pardon? 
cater to those fans. Yeah, and they're not even going to show that. But, you know, think about it. You watch Impact, uh, you know, they're lukewarm receptions, and you see, and then you see a massive arena with fans going crazy, and it, it, it does get very noisy in the Wembley Arena, the acoustics, doesn't it? It, it certainly does, and I think it would, and obviously, as a, as, you're, as you sort of alluded to, or, or at least I know you were thinking it, because I can read your mind and face, is that when if you switch on a wrestling show and you see 8,000, 10,000 people in the audience, you're going to be a lot more intrigued than if it's 1,500. Yeah, exactly, Mike. Completely agree. You are going to be more, and they come off as a bigger deal, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely. Show off what you got, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, but they won't even do that. It's it's it is they really are cutting their nose off despite their face. Exactly, exactly. And do you know who? And do you know who's holding the knife? Vince Russo. Yes. <laughs> oh dear, Vince Russo. So. Well, I tell you what. Let's get on to happier things. We mentioned briefly about WWE for 2011. So yeah, I predict that the Miz will do well. I predict Punk is going to have if, if book like Punk will have a Punk will have a great year and he deserves it. Don't don't know if he he may win the belt later in the year, but it would take a while to get past the Miz. And like I say, I'm a little concerned about Morrison and Sheamus, and I can't wait to see what happens on SmackDown. I actually watched the episode the other day. Oh yeah. Because Barrett and Ezekiel Jackson and all that was like the only interesting thing on an otherwise really boring SmackDown. I want, but, but I want to tune in again to see what happens. So that's that, so that's what I'm thinking um, and hoping to see in 2011. What about you? Uh, yeah, I want a good Royal Rumble, a good build to WrestleMania, good matches. I, yeah. I'm problem. The one thing they have, um, when you look on the thing, they still have these stupid gimmick pay per views. And we've said some of them are nice, but most of them, not good. The fact that and you know. WWE, they're still. I think 2010 was their one of their worst years in terms of pay per view buys. Oh really? It's ha- recently it has to be because when you looked at the figures, they were down all the time, weren't they? When we did that look at the figures, I think what back in yeah. the late summer. I do remember that at, at least two or three times. Yeah, seeing worst figures. Yes, I do remember that certainly. One thing that I. But one thing where I where I am going to be uh, where where you and I will be one of the rare points where we do disagree, but as you say, without them informing, I quite like 2010 for, for WWE. I, I still think it was missed opportunities. I mean, they wasted Jack Swagger's title run. They wasted the Survivor Series buy-off, which what you know, which they built up so much and they completely failed that. You know, to try and make to, to try and make Survivor Series a big deal and to add salt to the wounds. The people that bought Survivor Series then saw for free on Raw a title change from the Miz. Oh yeah. You know, it just missed opportunities like Money in the Bank. The fact I think the Miz was brilliant. Um, Yes. The Nexus was brilliant up until the end, yeah, which was a bit rubbish. Uh, finishing the year with CM Punk being head of Nexus, well, yeah, if you want to keep that group going, you kind of had to do that. That was a nice move, yeah? yeah. The fact that John Cena was fired, but he lied to the fans and still came back was ridiculous, and yet he injured himself, and then he was actually off Raw for the first time for, for yeah. a, while, a while, despite the fact he's been fired for a month. Oh, I see, I see. You know, you know, and you in 2010, it's going to be forever remembered, from my opinion, the departure 
of Chris Jericho, Batista, Shawn Michaels leaving an ever-growing hold in the what Michael Cole will call WWE Universe, and they haven't filled that hole. They haven't got anywhere near filling that hole, unfortunately, left by arguably, you know, two of the best wrestlers. And Batista, you know, he was having, I think, he was at the peak of his career almost when he finished, because of that feud with John Cena it was brilliant. I said that to my friend Darren, yeah. It was just like Brock Lesnar, I thought. He was just getting really good again, and then he went. Yeah. I think he'll be back, though. I have a feeling. Do you reckon he might be back in a couple of weeks' time on the 30th of January? Wouldn't that be nice? I mean, yeah. I mean, he wanted to do mixed martial arts. It looks like it's not happening. He wanted to be in movies, let's be honest. Who's going to cast him in a big movie? He's yeah. a little old for MMA to start with. Exactly. I mean, there was a room of him versus Bobby Lashley. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, from a from a from a match perspective, I think someone like even someone like you, if you saw it on TV, you'd probably go out of your way to watch that. Batista yeah, versus would. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. But other than that one match, where is it going from there? For example, you know. Really. Yeah, that's what you mean? As you said, he's too old. I think really he needs to come back and where better than the Royal Rumble? It's perfect. It's it, 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 it's a perfect marriage. It is. You know, or if you really want I, to make... I, I like his. <laughs> yeah, or if you really want to make a magical moment, come back at WrestleMania as a surprise. I mean, I'll never forget the fact that, you, even though you knew he was there, remember in Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 21, saved Eugene? Oh, yes, that was great. Yeah, for Muhammad Hassan. Now, yeah, you know, in hindsight, it was a surprise, but maybe you should have seen it come. But wasn't that a nice moment? Great moment, lovely moment. I've watched it many times. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and it, and it was a surprise. So Certainly. So, so, so you mean that keep Batista in the wings as uh, sort of thing, and, uh, for, and then on the night itself, just have him do something like that? Yeah, if, he, if he's not going to come back for the Royal Rumble and to have a match, a proper match at WrestleMania, just yeah. keep him as a surprise for WrestleMania, because I've always said it, yeah, you can book people, which is good. Yeah, but unless he's going to be in a match, he's there's no point saying he's just going to be there. Because, you know, you're not going to get any people wanting just to see Batista there, you know? You're not going to get any buys out of that unless he's actually in a match. So then you might as well make a surprise and have a feud coming off that WrestleMania. Oh, I understand. Have him cost someone the title or something. I remember a couple of years ago, well, you remember WrestleMania 25, where obviously we really didn't go for the main event. It, and... The worst main event in, well, of recent years, definitely, yeah. Certainly. And then Batista came back the next night. Yes. WrestleMania really needed his return. Yes. That would, that would, because that would have been great, because although having someone come back the day after WrestleMania is a good idea, I think you're much more likely to keep those WrestleMania fans, if that makes any sense, if he turns up on the night. Exactly. Yeah, once again, Mike, you're on the money because I remember average pay-per-view. I've said it before. I'll say it again. New Year's Revolution. I think it was 2006. Very average pay-per-view. Rubbish elimination chamber. But then Edge, for the first time, cashes in money in the bank. Oh, my God. Wasn't everyone talking about it? It was brilliant. So well done. So well done. You know, I mean, you could have had it. Even, like, obviously, Triple H versus Randy Orton, you could have the legacy or whatever run down, you know, and you could have had something very similar to what happened to the Rocker backlash when Stone Cold came and saved them, for example, you know? I don't remember 
remember that now. Uh, the, basically, it was the Man Helmsley faction. Uh, the Stone Cold had been out for some time. He was promised to be at the pay-per-view. Vincent Mann said he wasn't going to be there, obviously. Basically, it was about, you know, towards the end of the match, they'd beaten The Rock with a chair, they just had pedigreed him once, they were about to pedigree him again, and then you suddenly hear the glass smash. Yep, and then Stone Cold came down and basically hit everyone with the chair, and then... It reinstate, you know, got Al Hebner to run down and counted the Rock one, two, three as the champion. That was when he won it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You could have something like that with Batista there and Randy. You know, that would have given given a nice pop and even the odds for Triple H. And then Triple H could have pedigreed Randy Orton after Batista took care of Legacy. One, two, three. They're both celebrating the ring. Yeah, that would have been nice. Exactly. That would be really cool. Yeah, and then you've got a ready-made feud, Batista versus The Legacy, as well as Triple H, coming off of WrestleMania. There you go. More business. More buys. More, yeah, More yeah. trousers. More trousers, exactly. When you think about it, very few wrestlers wear trousers these days. Yeah, Shawn Michaels does. That's true, he's, there is him. It's Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker. Oh, speaking of outfits. Yeah. Doesn't King Sheamus look fucking ridiculous? Yes, he he's gone from, you know, uh, um, you know, main eventer to gimmicky mid carder with that. I, pretty much. I mean, I if I can live with them changing him from Sheamus to King Sheamus, but why that stupid green cloak and the little crown? He just looks weird. It's 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 cartoonish. You know, and I know it's supposed to be PG now, but that's there's a limit. There is. Speaking of which, on Raw the other night, where John Cena said to CM Punk, "I'm going to whip your ass." Yes. He apologised for that. Yes, I heard that too. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. Ass. Yes. What? The... You apologise for ribbing. But not us. <laughs> well, I completely agree. But to be honest, I guess it's quite like, unlikely that John Cena says, John, hey, Sam Punk, I'm going to come back and I'm going to rim you, rim you sensitively. Um, yes. Having said that, Sam Punk would probably then be my favourite wrestler of today. Well, Sam Punk would be your favourite wrestler if John Cena rimmed him. No, no, Sam Punk said that. Ah, Cena, I am the leader of the Nexus, and I said I'll go through the initiation. I'm going to ring you sensitively. Wouldn't, I mean, wouldn't you be an instant fan of Sam Punk even more? Uh, what? John Cena? Yeah, I think you're that much. Yeah, <laughs> you'd buy the pay-per-view, wouldn't you? Definitely. Oh, dear. So, two fa- are, are, you, I'm, are you excited about this year? Um, well, I, I, I'm trying to be optimistic about it. Uh, I, like I say, I think there's going to be a couple of lovely plus points. I really don't know. Uh, I'm, so, I'm a bit on the fence. Yeah, I mean, I was very excited going, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm excited. I was more excited last year because going to like, because of the whole Monday Night Wars and TNA, then you had oh, Jeff yeah. Hardy in, in TNA, then you had the coming up of the Royal Rumble, Edge rumoured to be coming back. 
and you had, you know, and then you had uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker 2 rumoured, which you kind of thought was going to happen and things like that. This year, we I don't have a clue what the WrestleMania main event's going to be, let alone who's got who's going to win the Royal Rumble. I mean, let's be honest, really, we weren't all that surprised it was Edge. No, 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 we weren't. But the problem being, once again, it really is going to... There's only about four or five really obvious people in this Royal Rumble that's going to win it. Your Triple H, if he's in it, John yeah. Cena, you know, yeah. who else? Maybe Del Rio. People are saying that, yeah. Possibly Del Rio. CM Punk, possibly. That'd be interesting. You could really go crazy and have Daniel Bryan win it. That would shock people. That would be a bit odd. It would be, but then it would show people, in a funny way, that anyone can win it, and then you more, perhaps then, if they did that, you're more likely to buy it again next year, because really, anyone can win it. True, true. But yeah, I do agree. I can't see... I could see Daniel Bryan winning it next year if pushed right, but heavens, heavens forbid. You know, I mean, let's be honest, if if they actually pushed him like they promised to, you know, we could have a John Morrison, Kofi Kingston going in his favourites, couldn't we? If they yeah. were pushed differently. I'd, lo- I'd, I'd like to see those two wrestle. I've never really seen those two wrestle. No. I'm sure it'll be good, though. Speaking of wrestling... Yep. I need to plug a charger in this, or it's going to die. Give me five seconds, okay? Excellent. All right, just a sec. Uh, let's see. I'm going to unplug something for a minute. Entertain the people for a minute. Well, um, we're coming to we're coming to a close soon. The hour's nearly up, people. Uh, on the 19th of January, we're recording our first show. The same day, actually, the 3DS is officially announced and the information given. It's going to be released on the 25th of March in the, on the UK shores. Priced allegedly at £229. There you go. No wrestling games confirmed for it as such. I'm sure THQ will jump on the bandwagon. In th- and, uh, well, for Christmas, I got my... Talk about THQ. I got my SmackDown vs. Raw 2011. I've downloaded Wade Barrett and other people, and I'm using them lovely. It's at, I will say it's a very good game, despite the fact that I'm sure the people that have got it all know that I can't stand WWE Universe. It annoys me. It's good, it's good for the, um, the people that are playing that game. I'm sure know what I mean. Interestingly, we've got WWE All-Stars coming out, which they've actually created a uh, joystick for, an arcade stick for. Can you believe it? Uh, if you are not, if you want to know more about it, you go to showruken.com. It's about the third or fourth post down. Uh, Mad Cats, uh, basically, these are the people that created the Street Fighter 4 arcade stick, which is really good. I'm an avid Street Fighter 4 fan. It's got um, The Rock and Triple H on the front. I mean, let's be honest, this game's been advertised, you know, the, the main demos of it have been The Rock versus John Cena. Why do you want big nose on the front, for goodness sake? Ridiculous. But anyway. And he doesn't even have a beard anymore. Hey, he's back. There you go, Mike. How you doing? I'm not too bad. We've, we're now downstairs in, in my branch of, of WW Pod headquarters. Ah, well, well, because, because uh, I'm, both of us, Mike, will be getting some shut-eye soon, what, do you mm-hmm. have, what, what does Mr. C have to say to his fans for the beginning, for his first finish of the show for 2000? My first finish of the show. Well, we've, well we talk, we've talked about what we hope is going to happen in 2011, uh, what we hope is going to happen in the new year. Here for WWE. But I don't want to talk about it. I want to sing about it. Oh 
not really. Um, so basically, while I while I'm thinking is this. Welcome to the new year, everyone. Welcome to the planet. It's delightful. Leave your shoes as as you enter. That sounded wrong. But basically, boys and girls, I suspect, as I say, this is going to be a great year for The Miz, a bizarre year for TNA. But I do reckon this time next year, it will still exist. Uh, I'm sure I'll have a great time at the show in a couple of weeks. If, If you can, come and support my ramblings this Saturday when I ramble in a ring. So what I'm going to say is this. Let's look at the new year with optimism. As a person, I used to be very negative. Now I'm not quite so bad. Uh, Basically, my thinking is this. If we look at wrestling, as I've mentioned before, sort of wide, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, whatever that means, then maybe, just maybe, it can live up to the lofty expectations that a lot of fans like us, especially ones who've been watching it for years and going on the internet and what have you, that they, you know, the lofty expectations we have. If we treat wrestling like a lovely, fluffy dog, a lovely, fluffy dog who we like to pet and love and snuggle to, rather than an old dog who's not quite the same as he used to be, who now hobbles a little bit, and occasionally, occasionally... Uh, shats in the middle of the carpet. Let's not think of it like that. <laughs> Let's think of wrestling. <coughs> Let's think of wrestling. <laughs> what? I'm just, Let's... Uh, I'm just laughing at whoever that Oi Michael comment was going for. I wasn't entirely sure. Let's think of wrestling in the way that we should as a wonderful thing that's crept into all of our lives and keeps us entertained day after day and year after year. And maybe, just maybe, this year will be one of those two. Ladies and gentlemen, Happy New Year. Have a terrific time. Ta-ta now. <laughs> <laughs>